You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. It's time for Nickel or Dime. Should you spend $500 or $1,000? Open up those wallets. We give you the answers on Nickel or Dime on BetQL Daily. Live on the Radio.com app and the Bet 1430 in Denver, Joe Ostrowski and Ryan Horvat here on this Tuesday at BetQL Daily on Twitter. And our executive producer, Eli Hershkovich, this game is his brainchild, so he comes up with some topics for us to discuss. Ryan, have you participated in nickel or dime before? So this is actually going to be my first time participating. Wow. Okay. All right, Eli. Are you a big fan? Yeah, I am. Yeah, you yeah. Make sure you listen every time. Uh, let, let's see if Eli has anything good today. Eli, oh. uh, what you got here? Anything good. I made this specifically NFL for you, Joe. All right. So it's going to be going to be great. I said, let's see. Uh, can we can we let the people decide? No, Go ahead. the people suck. All right. Okay. First well, question. Just, ma- j- just make sure you tell us who goes first, because you never do that. You throw the question out. And you're like waiting for somebody to talk. Well, Joe can go first. Actually, you know what? Because I like Ryan better today. Ryan can go first, and then Joe can go second. We're not flipping back and forth. Ryan is first up today on nickel or dime. So first question, $500 on the Bills Super Bowl odds for next season at 12 to 1 or a dime, so 1,000 on the Chiefs at plus 600. Nickel or dime? Man, this is tough. Both teams with some big question marks, uh, believe it or not, going into the offseason. I would probably go with Kansas City, uh, plus 600 here. You look at Buffalo, they're going to have a lot of decisions to make this offseason. I mean, Josh Allen was great. The accuracy obviously improved last season, but now they go into this offseason and they have five offensive linemen whose contracts are up. So I want to know who's on that offensive line, who's protecting Josh Allen. I think you know, the Bills, they didn't really want to run the football this season. They were content just letting Josh Allen kind of sling it around. Um, I think that they're going to need to develop some sort of running game, and I think they do need an edge rusher. I think they need a pass rusher. You look at Kansas City, I'm really high on the Chiefs, obviously, uh, heading back into next season because they're going to get healthier on the offensive line. Obviously, Patrick Mahomes was running for his life on Sunday in that Super Bowl. If he gets both starting tackles back, I expect that to improve. But now we get the news a couple minutes ago. I see this from Ian Rappaport. Rap sheet on Twitter says Patrick Mahomes will undergo surgery tomorrow to repair uh, turf toe. So that's going to be a few months of recovery right there. Still, even despite what we saw in the Super Bowl against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, I think Kansas City bounces back. I'm going with the Chiefs. He'll be fine, Ryan. The season starts in eight, nine months. He'll be fine. fine. Don't Don't worry about the turf toe. I think this is an easy one. You take the Chiefs. 
at plus 600. As long as Patrick Mahomes is out there for the majority of the season, what are you going to do? Last three years, what are you going to get, rather? He's going to be in the Final Four, right? Like, right. Is that almost a lock? That's how good he is. He has the best tight end in the world, one of the best receivers in the world, and you know all offseason what is going to be the focus. We've got to fix this offensive line. It, they kind of had some issues going into the year, but everything was fine, and now your tackles go down, and it was a complete mess. Like Mahomes never had a chance. But last three years, what quarterback play will do for your team? Lost in the Super Bowl, won in a Super Bowl, lost in the AFC Championship game. I mean, at this stage in his career, it's like you are guaranteed to be in the Final Four. So I would go bet uh, the Chiefs plus 600. I think that one's easy. Subtopic here, nothing nickel or dime related. Over, under, three more Super Bowls for Patrick Mahomes. Ooh, that's tough. I would go under. Um you know, obviously, I'm out in Wisconsin. I'm a huge Packers fan. And when Aaron Rodgers won that first Super Bowl and he was at the podium hoisting Lombardi next to Clay Matthews, I said, he's going to be here four or five more times. Since then, he hasn't been back. I just think, I think, you know, what Tom Brady has done. What if he made it two and a half? Two and a half, I'm going over. I, I think he wins. I, I think he wins three. I think three is a realistic number. I mean, what Tom Brady's done will forever change the way that we view success in the league and view Super Bowl ring. I just, I think three, I think, yeah, two and a half. If you set the number there, I'll go over. Three and a half, I'm probably going under. Eli, did you say appearing or win? Win. So Super Bowl wins Ooh. for Patrick Mahomes over under three. More than the than the uh, one he already yeah. has. Yeah, I'd go under then. I'd yeah. go under. Yeah, we, we, and we have another group of we think pretty good quarterbacks coming in. It's amazing the uh, the number of quarterbacks right now in their mid-20s that we think have the potential to be great right now. And we don't know what's coming in, which conference they're going to be in. We don't know which side Deshaun Watts is going to be playing in. Uh, but it doesn't matter the player or the team. If you're setting it at three Super Bowls the way this league is, even right. though he's probably going to be playing another 12 to 15 years, I'd still go under. Well, and it's like, how much money are they committed to Patrick Mahomes? That's the other thing. It's so easy to win Super Bowls when you have a quarterback on a rookie contract, or if you have Russell yeah. Wilson on a rookie contract, then you could pay members of the defense. I still right. think he gets back to at least three, but yeah, I'd probably go under. All right, next on nickel or dime, $500 on the Rams to win the Super Bowl at 14 to one or a dime, so 1,000 on Ryan's Packers at plus 900. I guess I'll go first on this one then, and I'll go with, believe it or not, I'll go with the Rams 14 to one. I mean, you look what the Rams have done this off season. Um, now Matthew Stafford's never won a playoff game, but I obviously really like what they've done in Los Angeles. I love Sean McVay. I want to see what that offense looks like now with a quarterback that can actually throw the ball down the field. They won't have to hide Jared Goff anymore. And if you look at the Packers, they have a lot of decisions to make this offseason. Most likely, they're going to lose all-pro center Corey Lindsley. They're most likely going to lose Aaron Jones, unless they're going to franchise tag him. I don't think they're going to be able to afford to bring him back, Jamal Williams. You look at the defensive side of the ball, they're probably not going to pay Kevin King. I wouldn't pay Kevin King after what you saw in the NFC Championship game, allowing Scotty Miller to catch that touchdown before the end of the half, um, and the obviously the holding call that ends the game as well. So I think that... It's going to be a rough offseason for Green Bay. I think they're probably 11-5 and five team next year where I think the Rams could win 12, 13 games, and I think they're a legit Super Bowl contender. I take the 14-1 to one right now with the Rams. 
Another easy one. We just saw the best of Aaron Rodgers at this stage in his career. You think you're going to get that Aaron Rodgers again, and he's going to be um, probably disappointed. I don't know if he's going to be, quote, ticked off if we want to run with that Jordan Love narrative uh, once again, but he's going to be disappointed by losing his teammates. And if you listen to his press conference after that final game, that's what he was alluding to. And uh, with his buddy on the Pat McAfee show, that had to be something every week. It's like, okay, let's see what he said to Pat McAfee, and then we can run it back. And we've got yep. an entire day of programming up in Milwaukee. Uh, I would I would definitely go with the Rams 14 to one, they are all in. I can't wait to see what that does to the entire roster, bringing that quarterback uh, in there with Stafford. So, um, yeah, I, I worry about the defensive regression, though, for the Rams. They're not going to be that good again, but I would still take the Rams at 14 to one, and the Packers have never been all in. True. So next up, yesterday we had Spreadopedia on the show, and he said he'll be betting the Chargers to win the AFC West uh, once those futures come out. Would you bet the Chargers 30 to 1 to win the Super Bowl? $500 on that, so a nickel, or $1,000 on the Bucks to win back to back at 12 to 1, a dime on the Bucks at 12 to 1, nickel or dime? Oh, man, I'm going with the Bucks. I'm going with Tampa Bay. I learned my lesson again. Uh, I'm never betting against Tom Brady ever again. And honestly, I think Tom Brady, as crazy as it sounds, year two in that system is going to be even better. I mean, they had a really rough, was it November, where they went five straight games without hanging 30? The offense was kind of a disaster. But then obviously the second half of the season, they figured out the running back situation. Leonard Fournette, now is he going to look like playoff Lenny again? I'm not quite sure, but Ronald Jones could run the football. You look at all those weapons. Mike Evans has already uh, reportedly said that he would take less to keep that team together. And then the defensive side of the ball, I mean – that pass rush, that front four, just uh, – it causes nightmares. So I'd probably go with Tampa Bay. I could honestly see them running it back. I think they're going to be better year two, as scary as that sounds. That's Ryan Horvat. I'm Joe Ostrowski. This is BetQL Daily. We're playing Nickel or Dime. Our executive producer, Eli Herskovich, providing the questions. Okay, we finally disagree on something. I'm going to be the sucker at the table. You said you learned your lesson. I thought you were going to say you're not betting on the Chargers anymore. I apparently have not learned my lesson. They're always the team that has that potential, and they have the new coach. We've seen that new head coach bump in the past. If that team is healthy on defense. So the Bucs were the most balanced team in the NFL this past year, and they end up winning the Super Bowl. I think that you could make a case that the Chargers are going to be one of the most balanced teams. We'll see what Herbert does in year two and how healthy it, the health is always an issue with the chargers. We'll see, but I have faith that they could get there. And you know, teams like the chargers, the 49ers, people are going to be betting on them. I mean, the chargers at 30 to one, they're better than that. I agree with Jason Weingarten, what he had to say on the show yesterday, check out the pot. If you missed that interview, if you're into futures, but I would put 500 on the chargers at 30 to one. I love that. I'm with you, Joe, on that. Uh, quarterback news. Obviously, Carson Wentz could be dealt here this week. That's what Joe's been hearing. He talked about it on early odds on the score. Uh, Radio.com Sports Station earlier over the weekend. $500 on Carson Wentz to the Colts or $1,000 on Carson Wentz to the Bears. Nickel or dime? Is this like an even money payout? Well, yeah, let's say for the sake of the conversation, yes. I'm going with the dime Wentz to the Bears. I think the Bears will give up more. I think that they've proved already that they will give up more. We saw it with Jay Cutler. We saw when Ryan Pace, when Mitchell Trubisky was his guy, he moved up to get Trubisky. Again, I always go back to the Cutler move, though. I just think they'll give up more. And I think Indianapolis, because they're they're built to win now, you could argue, I think that if anything, 
I think they may end up with somebody like Sam Darnold. I just, I think, I think Wentz to the Bears. I think Wentz to Chicago is going to happen. So I'll go with the dime. I think it's going to be the Bears. Hey, Ryan, did you see which coach got a promotion yesterday on the Bears? Who Who is that? That was John Filippo. That is the guy that worked with Carson Wentz before. And then Albert Breer reporting yesterday that John Filippo re- uh, believes that he can fix Carson Wentz. I will remind people that Filippo's also worked with guys like Derek Carr and Kirk Cousins. So there are other quarterbacks he's worked with in the past. He was promoted from quarterbacks coach to quarterbacks coach slash passing game coordinator. So I, I find that quite interesting. Um which team's more desperate? That's what it really comes down to. Which team is going to give in to Howie Roseman because he's asking for everything right now? And I I think that's the right strategy. That's what I would want my GM to do. I'll say 1,000 because it's probably pretty close to a coin flip, but I'd, I'd say uh, I'd put 1,000 on Wentz to the Bears. Last like, up here. Time? Yeah, oh, maybe like time? 10 seconds or less for each okay. of you guys. $500 on Deshaun Watson getting traded or 1000 on him staying in Houston, nickel or dime? Yeah, I think he's staying. I think he's staying in Houston. I think that's a terrible organization, but I don't think there's any way that they let nah, – I don't think they let him go. He's going. He's going. I stay traded. I get, I get even money on that. Yeah, Wentz is uh, going to be traded at some point. From prop or flop to nickel or dime, we're going to help you cash your bets. It's BetQL Daily with Joe Ostrowski on the BetQL Audio Network. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Hey, I'm Brett Podolsky, co-founder of The Farmer's Dog. We make fresh food for dogs. We started the company when we saw what a huge difference it made in my own dog, Jada, when she stopped eating ultra-processed kibble and started eating fresh, whole food. The Farmer's Dog food isn't fancy. It's just real food delivered to your door in pre-portioned packs. It's better for them and easier for you. Get 50% off your first box at thefarmersdog.com slash podcast. That's thefarmersdog.com slash podcast. Ryan Orvat filling in today alongside with Joe Ostrowski, Eli Hershkovich producing the show. Special shout out to Dylan Burns as well. Uh, we've went through tonight's card, kind of some college hoops, and I know we'll have some more bets when it comes down to lightning bets. There's a few that I really like tonight, taking a look at some teams that have Caused me a lot of pain this season uh, with Duke, who I actually like tonight, and maybe even Kentucky, who cost me a tremendous amount of money uh, this past weekend against Tennessee when they had a 10-point lead late in that ball game. Turned the television off, watched the NFL Honors show, came back and saw that I'd lost the bet. So not great stuff, but I think I may go back to the well with Kentucky tonight. Again, Ryan Horvat filling in today. Joe Ostrowski will be back with us here shortly. Going to talk with Eli Hershkovich. We'll take a look at some lightning bets, some best bets for college hoops tonight. Also going to take a look now at some NFL futures. I know the NFL season just wrapped up, but now we look ahead. And if you're like me, obviously, um, you're already thinking ahead to the next NFL season. And this is going to be a hard one to predict because there's going to be some quarterback changes. It's I keep joking, this offseason's almost going to look like an NBA offseason where every year there's super teams being formed. 
And every year there's players that are changing teams, as you've seen even in season with the Brooklyn Nets, with uh, you know now them forming a new big three with Kevin Durant, Kyrie Irving, and James Harden. So we'll take a look now at some futures for next season in the NFL. We're going to take a look at what we got going as I pull those up here on points bets. Ryan, well, Ryan, I have a question for What's you. Up? Because What's going on, buddy? Uh, yeah, man, I'm impressed. You drove it back. I appreciate that. Always nice to have you on the show. Um, so I want to give you some options. I'll set you up. Um, let's go with the first three on the list here. So the Chiefs kind of gauging their Super Bowl odds within the uh, context of what you would set the price at for a win total. So the Chiefs, obviously the odds on favorite next season to win it would be two out of three for Kansas City plus 600. What would you set that win total at for the Chiefs next season? For the Chiefs next season, man, that's a good question. Mahomes is going to be healthy. I mean, even though he's having the surgery for the turf toe, that's probably, what, three to four-month recovery time. He'll be throwing in, what, three months? I would set it, as crazy as this sounds, probably at 12 and a half for the Chiefs. I mean, you look at it like this. This season, they go 14 and two. They lose one game, realistically. Like, really, they lost one game this year, and that was to the Las Vegas Raiders. Week 17, Mahomes doesn't play. They sit their starters because they had already wrapped up the division, wrapped up the first-round bye and home field advantage. Man, as crazy as it sounds, I would think 12, 11 and a half minimum for the Chiefs. What about you? Yeah, I'm with you there. I think, what what, what was what was it this past season? Like 13, 13, 13. and a half? Yeah. yeah, so I would say... Yeah, I would say 13 is about right again. I don't see how it gets maybe 12 and a half. I think I think kind of your point, 12 and a half makes sense. You're going to be bringing a lot back defensively. See, my question is with Kansas City, do we get the same kind of play out of that secondary as we did down the stretch? Now, I know the Bucs were able to carve it out in the Super Bowl, but Brady's just so good at play action. And going back to November, you mentioned that earlier in the show, how the Bucs kind of changed their offense after that low in November. And when the Bucs started using more play action, when they started establishing that ground game with Fournette and Jones, Brady got going right off it. And that happened in the Super Bowl. They established their, their running game and then Brady got going. Obviously Gronk over the middle was open a ton. So yeah, I would, I, I, I think that's more of an anomaly just because of how good that Bucks offense is versus I think the chiefs defense past defense, especially did improve. I think we, we get a similar effort from that defense overall. And the offense was so inconsistent down the stretch that you know this You know this Kansas City team is going to be motiv- motivated, unlike the latter part of the regular season to a point because they were looking ahead to the playoffs. So, yeah, I think, I think 12 and a half, 13 sounds about right. And is that inflated? Maybe by a little bit just because of the market perception of Kansas City. The Chargers are interesting, man. Joe brought that up earlier in the show that he kind of likes, I guess if he had to pick between a Bucks or a Chargers future, taking the Chargers at that price. I think the Chargers are going to be a threat in the AFC West next year. Are you worried about them changing the offense year two for Herbert? Ah, you know, I'm not. Um, I'm, I'm really not. I'm worried about can they close out games because it was so easy just to blame the coaching staff. And obviously, Anthony Lynn, you know, it was a disaster. But, I mean, that's kind of yeah. been like what we have saw with the Chargers really for the last decade, uh, even when Phillip Rivers was there. I mean, we always joked like, 
you know, one thing that you could count on every NFL season, fourth quarter, watching the Red Zone channel, four minutes to go in a ball game. Phillip Rivers is going to be in an uncomfortable situation with the ball in his hands, probably down seven, probably one timeout remaining. I'm not really worried about them changing the offense. The one thing that does scare me a little bit, as crazy as it sounds, is just the sophomore slump for quarterbacks. Like if you go back to the Browns year one under Baker Mayfield, you know, Tarod Taylor gets the start uh, to start the season. Then they go to Mayfield. And even with Freddie Kitchens calling the plays that first year, he broke the rookie touchdown record. Yeah. And then year two, he was a disaster. A lot of that has to do with the offensive line. He was bailing out of the pocket. Um, but the same thing with Sam Darnold, where his rookie year, I mean, I thought Sam Darnold was going to be a legit NFL starter. Year two rolls along. And then obviously the failed Adam Gase experiment. I worry about that sophomore slump. I just think that ever since RG three, even like there's just so much film after year one. Now I'm really high on Justin Herbert. I have been since he came out of Oregon. So that's not really that concerns me. It's just, can they close out those games that they lost last season with the new coaching staff? Yeah, but the defense is going to be so much better just so much because better. of the health and the, and the, the jolt that they're going to get from a brand new coaching staff coming from one of the worst game managers in the entire NFL. I think it's going to, I don't want to say outweigh the quarterback play, but I, I'm still expecting a good season. I don't think I'm going to see massive regression from Justin Herbert. You're, you're a little so. worried about it. I mean, at worst, what's he going to, he's still going to be at least in the middle of the pack with a lot of upside of all the quarterbacks, right? Right. Right. Absolutely. Are they going to be able to run the football? I do want to see what that offense looks like though. I mean, again, I'm a big, I'm a big Justin Herbert fan. Um, But again, they do have to improve defensively and I do think that they will do so. Well, so here's the thing as far as futures, and we're, we're, why are we talking about it right now? One, because NFL's top of mind season just ended. But the other part is a lot of people cashed monster tickets. We know some people that got 50s and 60s to one and conference futures and Brady to the Bucks futures. So I think that's why we're searching. Okay, how am I going to find the play? I wouldn't say just, just bet on a team to bet on a team because it's early and you just saw it work with a lot of people. So if we're talking about Chiefs, Bucks, Rams. I think you're crazy if you jump in on Saints, but these are the teams we're talking about right now. All right. those are, are sub 20 to one. I have no interest in tying money up for an entire calendar year at small numbers. If I'm going to invest today, kind of like what we were talking about with golf with Jeff Davis from Circa earlier on, it's, it's jump on numbers that you don't think will be available down the road. And so now we're looking probably deeper, deeper range or teams that we believe will have a significant upgrade at quarterback, right? I mean, that's my mentality, yeah. Ryan. Just, yeah. just take just take big numbers if you're going to do something now. Absolutely, Joe. And it's like, you know, and I was rewarded just yesterday where a little bit different. Um, last year after the NFL draft where the Green Bay Packers select Jordan Love, I know Aaron Rodgers plays his best with a chip on his shoulder. So two days later, I play an MVP future. I get it mm -hmm. 22 to one. I go back. I look the next week. It's 20 to one. That obviously um, keeps going down and down and down. So I'm looking at this value and I'm looking at teams that are possibly going to make the quarterback change or a team in the Rams that has already made that quarterback change. Now, obviously, Matthew Stafford, as we said in the beginning of the show, he's never won a playoff game, but he's been to the playoffs two or three times. 
And I think if they could throw the ball downfield, I mean, I love what they could do with that offense with a quarterback that could actually throw the ball down the field. And Jared Goff just wasn't that quarterback. You know, they really had to disguise him. Uh, most of his passes, I mean, he didn't even throw a pass. After the Arizona game, I don't think he threw a pass uh, past 25 yards the rest of the regular season. So I really like the Rams 14 to 1. The thing with the Saints 16 to 1. Again, but but like, the Rams 14 will be available, is my It'll point, be available, right? exactly. With the yeah. Saints, though, I don't know who the starting quarterback's going to be. No. It's going to be no. Jameis Winston. It's going to probably be Taysom Hill. I still like that team defensively. I like the weapons on the offensive side of the ball. I think they're very well coached on special teams. I just can't buy into Taysom Hill, even at 16-1. to 1, I done. really can't. No, I, I already put a big black line through the Saints. I'm out hey. on the Saints. I have no interest. Have you seen their cap situation, how much they're over, and how many that's, players are going to have to dump? That's the other thing, the cap situation. Yeah. Right there. No, what are your thoughts? Really quick, I like the Dolphins 25-1 to 1 because, I mean, I think they're obviously really well coached. I did have a future on the Dolphins to make the playoffs last year. Now, I don't know if I'm sold on Tua, and I really haven't been sold on Tua, even coming out of the draft at Alabama. It's the same thing that I say with Mac Jones, man. In Alabama, those are the best wide receivers that Mac Jones is ever going to be throwing the football to. And that was the situation with Tua when he was at Bama with all those weapons as well. Doesn't have the same type of weapons in Miami. But I think they're very well coached. I like what they do defensively. So I'm taking a look at them. And I think there's a good possibility maybe they enter the Deshaun Watson sweepstakes. If he does get moved, maybe they have an outside shot at acquiring him. If you could get them 25-1, to I really like it. What about the Raiders 55-1? to you know, they're finally going to, at least we hope, knock on wood, have some fans in that stadium. Who's the you know, quarterback? They, and that's the thing. Who's the quarterback? If it's yeah. not Derek Carr, are they going to get in the Deshaun Watson sweepstakes? Do they try to find, I mean, especially opening up that stadium. They're going to want to sell tickets. You know, everybody's going to want to, if you pick, if you like if your team is playing a road game and you and your buddies go to a road game every single season, I'm circling the calendar. If they play the Vegas Raiders, that's the game that I'm going to. It's a perfect excuse to go to Vegas. I just think they're going to look to make a big splash, having fans in the stands, 55-1, to 1, but that's exactly, that's the question. Who will be the starting quarterback? Is it going to be Derek Carr? Because I don't trust him. Uh, this is BetQL Daily, Joe Ostrowski, Ryan Horvat on the BetQL Audio Network. To answer your question about the Dolphins. Yeah. All right, numbers 25-1. to 1. The odds tell you they're uh, the fifth best team in the AFC. Do you think they're the fifth best team in the AFC? I think this number's already lower because it's there's speculation. People are hoping that Watson goes. What's the true number? I don't think it's 25 to 1. 30? And, and yeah, but I'm not betting it now. I mean, look, they had all those turnovers last year. We do this every year. Are they going to do that again? There's no way they create that many turnovers again. Right. It's just, it doesn't happen in this league year no. over year. No, I so mean, you're I, right. Yeah, there's no value that Raiders, listen, man, I'm all about the quarterback play. If I think you can be a top five to top eight offense, you're going to have a chance to get into the final four. But the defense is so bad. They probably made the right decision for the organization in trading Khalil Mack. But the problem is that Gruden and Mayock have messed up those picks. They had an opportunity to build themselves a really nice defense. And for the most part, early on, it looks like uh, they botched those selections. Like their defense is so bad. Like even if their offense is, is really good again, how, how can they compete when they're bottom five? Right. And that's the thing. Like they've just missed on those draft picks. And I kind of made a joke. It's like they just watched the college football playoff and Mayock and Gruden are like, all right, who do we got from Bama on the board? Who do we got from Clemson on the board? 
but yeah. offensively they could put up points. And I honestly, like I liked what they were doing heading into the season and they looked like they were on the right path. I mean, they beat the chiefs and they did it by being able to put up a bunch of points. But again, the secondary is a mess. They can't get after the quarterback. So again, if anything, I'm leaning with the dolphins. Um, why, why do I keep going back to the football team? I'm like looking at that football team, Panthers, Broncos range. Cause one of them might end up with Deshaun Watson. Well, 60 to one. I mean, I love that right there for the football team. Defensively, I love Chase Young. He was defensive rookie of the year. They could get after the quarterback. I like what they do on the defensive side of the ball. Who's going to be the starting quarterback? I mean, I could see them yeah. making a move. And 60-1, to 1, I mean, I just love those odds. And they were a playoff team this year. I, I'm with you. I'm looking at that, too. And especially if you're choosing, like, if you're looking at odds, like, do I want to take a flyer on them or the Raiders? Because like you said about the Raiders, I don't trust them improving that team in the draft. Um, I don't know if they're going to be able to find a starting quarterback. With the football team, you know, they are so good defensively, and they do have weapons on the offensive side of the ball, so they are able to put up points. Hell, they played Tampa Bay tough in the playoffs this year. Yeah, I, I think here's what we need to – because we're going to keep saying, okay, who's a quarterback? Who's a quarterback? Right. Who's a quarterback? Uh, we need to figure out what what part of that conversation we're really talking about. So Matt Ryan, Jimmy Garoppolo, Sam Darnold, they might all be playing somewhere different. QB1 changes. Trubisky's going to go somewhere else, whatever. Aren't we really talking? Like, wh what would change your opinion? Watson or Dak, right? That's it. Like, if right. those two quarterbacks go anywhere, that's what you want a piece of. Like, Jimmy Garoppolo or Matt Ryan going somewhere, I don't care. Okay, maybe you went up a half a tier. That doesn't do anything for me. No, yeah, I'm with you. I'd probably be a little bit more excited about Matt Ryan, even though I have I've, Why? I, I've never been a Matt Ryan guy. I, I don't know. I just – I I honestly – I think that Matt Ryan in the right offense – could throw 35 touchdowns, eight interceptions, whereas Jimmy Garoppolo is a game manager. I mean, I think Jimmy Garoppolo, I think of the guy that threw eight passes in an NFC championship game. He's just more of a game manager to me.